What is up, folks? Today is Friday, May 6th. On this episode of the pod, my best friends and co-hosts and I, Park Christ, Vani Kokoskov, we talk about the NHL playoffs, the NFL draft, some UFC, some NBA, some Formula One, and we do a little bit of trivia. Cheers. Steps into it, passes, caught, Diggs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable, Walker, Cardiac Kemba, does it again, UConn wins at the buzzer. Liverpool 3-0, call it, take it quickly, Origi! I just want to welcome in my co-hosts and two best friends, Park and Vanya. Guys, what is on your mind today? Uh, not much. I mean, not not much going on. Just finished finals. Happy about that. Oh, didn't yeah. you, did, Josh, didn't you go to the NHL game yesterday, the Avs game? The NHL game? I was at the Avs game. They are no NHL team. This team, two-sixteenths of the way. That is also equal to one-eighth. Of the way there um i did get an a in math this year so not trying to flex but one eighth of the way to a stanley cup victory i was at the game yesterday game two of nashville versus colorado um in denver at the ball arena a great game um one zero uh by mckinnon early in the first um it was tied up by nashville at the end of the first period, um, a lousy second period with not much going on, power plays for both sides. A third period that started off with a three on five for the Predators um, that they couldn't convert on. They actually got zero shots on a minute and 49 seconds of five on three. And the game would go into overtime. Avs had plenty of missed chances. Credit to Nashville, they did play some great defensive hockey. Um, but Kale McCarr might be the best player on ice at the moment. This guy is supposed to be a defender, but overtime comes around and he just skills everyone, finds the back of the net somehow, some way, um, Cam McCarr. I do want to ask you, after that final overtime goal, what was that atmosphere like at, uh, at the Avs game? The atmosphere was absolutely electric. Fans going wild. Um you know, Matt Duchesne, who used to play for the Avs and left on his own accord, um, he is obviously hated by by Avs fans, so there were plenty of explicitives going around um, against Matt Duchesne, some F Matt Duchesne chants, some Matt Duchesne sucks, um, go Avs, go, you know, the classic ones. Um, nothing like Europe with chanting and singing, but there were some go Avs, go, Avs win the cup type deal. Nice. I mean, I've always loved American sports atmospheres. I get that you guys have a different opinion on that one. I think it's very different, but well, I, that's a... I mean, Park, I don't know if you got a chance to watch either Eintracht Frankfurt um, go to the Europa League final and they won their semifinal game the other day, or if you got to see Real Madrid beat Manchester City on three post-90th-minute goals to send them to the Champions League final in Paris against Liverpool. But both of those stadiums, 
The crowd went absolutely wild. You couldn't hear the announcers. They're singing 85 years old or five years old. They're chanting. They're singing. They're jumping up and down, dancing around. In the Eintracht Frankfurt case, the fans after the game rushed the field with with fireworks and were setting off fireworks in the middle of the field, um, dancing with the players. The players were being paraded around like kings of Egypt um, in the before Jesus Christ was alive. I mean, it was absolutely eccentric, the atmosphere in both those games. And I would have given the next 50 Avs games. I would buy you tickets to every Avs game there was to go be able to experience the 30 minutes of Real Madrid versus Manchester City, everything after the 90th minute. If I could experience that, I would buy you as many tickets as you wanted to Avs games, I swear. I mean, I know I've been trying to defend this other point for a while now, but I've also seen a lot of clips that you guys have been sending me trying to show me how American sports at, or how European sports atmospheres are better than American sports atmospheres. And I'm going to be honest, I usually don't change my mind often, but out in Europe, there we go. Those Thank atmospheres you. There we go. Are it up for the I hate admitting when I'm wrong, but. Yeah, like the torches on the field and in the stadium is just insane. I mean, there's nothing like when a when a team such as Frankfurt has waited 42 years to make it to a European Cup, a major Cup final, and it's people that are are in their 60s. They haven't been, they haven't watched their squad, and they've been loyal, but they haven't watched their squad win at such a high level since they were in their 20s, maybe before then. If they're in their they're in their low sixties, and to be able to experience that, the devotion that people have for their clubs, the devotion that they had for their sides, it's truly something else. And there are some good fans here, but it's it's incomparable. I think it's like it's a different show of passion as well here versus. What do you mean by over that? there? It's not as it's not as rowdy here when it comes to sports as. Uh, as it is You're, uh, in Europe. I mean, it does get loud, but it's not like in, in Europe, it's loud with singing. It's loud with, with chants and, and their players are, they have different songs for every single one of their players and for their team. And here it's just like you scream as loud as you can and you try and get the decibel count up. Um, I mean, and it, it's just different. There are some places here to do that. Like, uh, have you ever seen, Boston Red Sox, Sweet Caroline, when that comes on in the eighth inning, especially during the the playoffs, it's a pretty incredible scene. I get it's not quite um, – it doesn't happen quite as much as it does in Europe, but I do still think it's it's pretty cool when uh, fans come together like that and But and that's just and one sing. song. Yeah, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. Yeah, I got I to gotta say, um, I mean, I'm from Serbia, right? My team, Partizan, uh, every single every single game – even if win, lose, uh, whatever it is, even if it's soccer, if it's a draw, like fans are staying after after the game at like 30 minutes after and singing with the team. The team even like goes to the locker room. They like finish their talk, right? They come out, they sing with the team. It's like a great thing to see. So I I just don't think – I know that uh, U.S. doesn't have that. But, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. There's still, they're still passionate fans. It's just a different, different style. Like – they just haven't grown up with that. I feel like if people here grew up with people in Europe, like if you, if you just got used to that, of course, you're, you're going to do it. Because, I mean, that, that that's just how you grow up, right? 
mm-hmm. but but yeah i mean right now you just you just can't compare it in terms of like passion mm-hmm. uh i would agree with you vanya but i'm glad to hear that you can finally admit that uh there are some wild sports stadiums in europe even though they might not be as loud it's it's a different atmosphere and you can appreciate how good the european atmospheres are hockey right now the playoffs just started we haven't gotten to record in a while so we, we didn't get to put any playoff predictions in but i know that we all made brackets um and i know that some of those brackets are looking better than others right now but Vanya, do you want to start <laughs> i just want to say I just want to put that out there all right so boys you want to go matchup by matchup absolutely yeah all right so let's go with our very own abs um and they're playing the Nashville Predators. Um, that series is 2-0 for the Avs now. They head back to Nashville tomorrow for game three. Um, I, what was your, he, your pick? Here, I, I have the Avs in five. I mean, you got to support our boys, right? And I just they've been playing so well. First game, that keeper, I don't know what he was on. That goalie, Ritich. Yeah, he played. He played yesterday, didn't he? He, he it was much he better. He did not play yesterday. Oh, he didn't actually. Oh, I, um, the, I know he the was backup. To... Uh, Ingram played yesterday. You mean the, you mean the he's actually backup, the, backup. The third string, right. correct. He's the third string uh, goaltender for the Predators. Um, he had a decent game yesterday, much better than Ritich. I will say the only thing that's worse than Ritich in Nashville right now is their power play. But if they can figure that out, then maybe they've got a chance. You've got Avs in five? Yeah. Decent pick. All right, Pork, what do you have Um, series? I mean, I might be a little biased just because once I started getting to hockey, I was already here. So the Avs have always been my team. I'd love to see them go far. So I'm going to take the Avs in five as well. I will round it out. I also have the Avs in five there just too much. That offense is is too good. Um, They might lose one tomorrow. I think they'll either lose tomorrow or or – on Monday, um, but yeah, it's it's absent five. We are just far too overwhelming. We move on to the Wild and the Blues, a pretty close series. That one's tied up one apiece. Um, we're recording this in the evening, so we're actually watching the that game right now. It's the end of the first period, and the Wild have taken a 2-0 lead, so... Vanya, what was your pick in that one? Uh, I got the Blues in six. Um, hey, 1-1. Might go down 2-1. But, you know, I still got my I – got, I, got, I got the faith in them. But we'll see. We'll see how, I, how that works out. I actually took the opposite of you. I have the Wild in six. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury is, is a great goaltender. Jordan Bennington, also great goaltender. I saw some sweaters at the Avs game last night, um, some go- some Bennington sweaters, which was kind of odd to me, but um, also great goaltender. But I think Marc-Andre Fleury is, is better than Bennington, and he will find a way um, to get the Wild through in six. Park? Um, I'm going to take the Wild as well. Um, I'm going to say it's going to take him one more game to do it, though. I think it's going to be in seven. I think there's a great competition there. But um, I wild do think the Wild seven. will come come up on top uh, at the end of the series. Interesting pick there. Oh, we can go to the East now. Um, Toronto versus Tampa. Um, I'll let Vanya start us off with this one. What's your pick? Toronto all the way, baby. Um, hey, I did pick them in four, but that's not going to happen. In five. Let's, 
Toronto fought. They're, they're way. I think um, the game end. I think they won. Sure. They won the game five to two. There were two empty right. netters at the end there. Um, it was three two for most of the third period. But again, those two empty netters sealed the deal at the end of that game. I think I think those guys got what it takes. I know their history. They choke a lot. But hey, this is their year. Watch what I tell you. They're going all the way. Okay, <laughs> it's Toronto time. I will say that. For the viewers that have not gotten into hockey yet, Toronto has actually not won a playoff series since the 04-05 season. That includes last year to the Bruins, where they were up 3-1 to one with a four-goal lead in Game 7 and found a way to lose that game. In overtime. In overtime. Um, I mean, honestly, I think Toronto's going to do it again. I think they're going to choke. Um, plus. Come on, I mean Tampa Bay. Um, They're back-to-back winners. Exactly, they're a great team. Um, they've stayed a great team for a couple of years. I get they're down in the series, but I think they're going to bring it back in seven and uh, end up taking the series over the Maple Leafs. And the Maple Leafs are going to choke again. You know, obviously um, Stamkos is a great leader on that team. Um, Austin Matthews on the Leafs is one of the best players in the NHL right now, just behind Cam McCarr and, and probably Nathan McKinnon. Maybe Connor McDavid as well, but um, that is a super fun series. I actually think I'm with Vanya here. I don't know why I picked Toronto. I just kind of got a feeling. I'm feeling bad about that pick right now, but um, maybe it does go down correctly. But but I do have Toronto in six. We go to Carolina. Um, Carolina versus Boston. I hate the Bruins. I, they're my least favorite team in the NHL. I picked the Bruins in four. Boston did, however, win game three. So my Bruins or my Canes in four um, pick is is going to be off. But um, I think that that the Canes will now win it in five instead of four. Park. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have to take the Bruins here. Uh, I know you don't like that uh, as much, but. Uh, the Bruins have just been a solid franchise for so long, um, and they seem to always make a run at it. Um, I believe that the Bruins are going to take it in six. I think they're going to win out and take it. You think they win out? Fair. Very, very bold um, prediction there, but I do think the Bruins are going to win out and take this series. Fair. I mean, I will not say his name, but there's a player um, on the Bruins. He's number 63. I cannot stand him. Um for those of you that want to look him up, his name starts with a B and or his first name starts with a B and his last name starts with an M. He's the ugliest fool in the NHL. I cannot stand the person. Um, my girlfriend for some reason loves him. Um, I think I would probably lose her to him <laughs> in the near future if she ever met him, but that's um, you know that can be something else problem for another time. Yeah, exactly. Get, when you cross that bridge. Cheers to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wait. Just wait till that happens. <laughs> um, so, you know, I cannot stand that guy. Um, but, Vanya, your pick? Yeah, I got the Hurricanes in six. Because, I mean, I don't watch that much hockey, but I just heard how much shit you've been talking about the Bruins. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me just, let me just go with the Hurricanes. Uh, I grew up in uh, Bruins territory, and I mean everybody there is very passionate about their I'm about sorry, their Park. hockey. 
I didn't mind it too much. I got to go to a couple games, which was fun. I, uh, I feel I had a good time with Bruins fans. <laughs> I feel even worse for you then. <laughs> I mean, everybody always hates the team who constantly wins. And is good, they don't so. even constantly win. They're just a bunch of losers on the ice. <laughs> and every single person that supports that team is also a loser. Okay, but do you know anyone who's who's outside of Boston that supports a, a Boston fan. team? Yes, yeah. I do. Who? My girlfriend and my girlfriend's <laughs> mother. And where where's her mother from? From the... Middle of absolutely nowhere, Ohio. Okay, well, then that's an exception, I guess. <laughs> From like, okay, Akron but that's, like or that's like a small fraction, all right? But there's a Still, very rare amount of people. There are there. people that support the Patriots that are from Denver. Well, they've been bandwagging wagging for the past 20 years. Well, yeah, because they're just been constantly winning. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's not. Well, I guess you can't really bandwagon after 20 years, but. Yeah, I guess, but I mean that's that's always gonna happen. Like the Warriors, the who are we talking about here? Baseball, like Red Sox. I mean, Red Red Sox, Yankees have always had huge, passionate fan bases, kind of all over the uh, United States, just because of how old they are. Yeah, and then people people who don't pick it up, they just they're just like, I it's the Yankees. Let's just let's just follow them. Duke basketball, yeah, Kentucky um, basketball, exactly. Alabama and football, yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> Bruins fans are losers. Um, we can end with that. All right, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, we had a we've had a good series so far uh, between the Rangers and the Penguins. That game, game one, went into triple overtime, a forever long game because I missed seven of the goals for the Avalanche because that game went into so many overtimes. Um, Banya, this one. Has been a pretty fun series. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, well, well, I guess I, I should say I should start up by saying Rangers that this one is also tied up oh, one apiece. The Rangers won um, last night to tie that one up. Yeah, I um, well, I believe it or not, the Penguins are like the first team I heard about about for hockey because one of my best friends um, was a Penguins fan. So I kind of have them going far. <laughs> I'll have them uh, beating the Rangers at five, but it's been it's been fun though. They, they didn't look that they didn't look great yesterday. I mean, obviously lost. What is it like five two or something? Five two. Yeah, that the first game that was a disaster. Like the there was just it I, it was fun watching overtime, but it just they just dragged on. What mm-hmm. is it? They scored uh, like I think the Penguins scored like five minutes left in the th- in like the third, third overtime, overtime or something. Mm-hmm. So it was so long. Um, but yeah, I got the Penguins here. I think I think they can pull it pull it out. I'm going against the Penguins. I got the Rangers in seven. Um, I think the game one showed you how close this series will be. A triple overtime game was, it was close game. Um, neither team was really going for it in game one, but certainly a close game, and I think that the series will also be close. Um, but you know, this game or this series will go back to to Pittsburgh tomorrow, and we'll see how. Uh, the Rangers can play in in dirty territory. Part. Um, I think the Penguins are going to take this one. Um, I think it's going to be in six. I just believe that Sidney Crosby is a little bit too much for the Rangers to handle. They've been having a little trouble doing that um, at the beginning of the series, and I think that trouble is going to continue and maybe even worsen. Um, mm-hmm. And Crosby will help the Penguins take that series and advance to the uh, next round of the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup, Cup playoffs. Fair enough. We'll go back out west. Um, my maybe my most favorite player in hockey, mm, third most player favorite player in hockey, Connor McDavid. The 
You know, what I like to say, and, and I'm a pretty big hockey fan and enthusiast, but um, I also have some experience out of the ice. Um, I, I like to coach hockey. i never actually played hockey myself, but I have kind of thrown the puck around, <laughs> shot the puck a little bit. And my biggest thing, because I've watched a, a lot of NHL games and I've been to some college, college hockey, um, women's, men's, and I always say, you have to kill the speed before the speed can kill you. And Connor McDavid finds a way to get around that. Connor McDavid, his speed just kills everyone. All defenses from all around the league. And, and he is an exciting player to watch. I've got the Oilers in six over the Kings. Vanya, what are you seeing in this one? Uh, I got the Kings in seven here. Um, I know the Oilers are up, I think, 2-1 to my knowledge. Um, or, it's 1-1 one, one right one, now, one. but like you said, the Oilers are up actually 2-0 in game right. three, so this one's looking um, bad for L.A. Yeah, I also have been going, I'm going, I haven't been going to the semifinals, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but, see, I didn't make, I, I just saw the picks. I I saw that they, uh, statistically, they're the worst team in the playoffs, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's it, uh, it's the it's the, it's the playoffs. Anyone can win, right? So, very true. We'll, we'll see. I think I think that's one of the closer series, but we'll see. Park, what, what about you? Um, I'm gonna have to take the Oilers in this. Um, I mean the series is tied one-one right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been pretty close, but I just have a feeling the Oilers are gonna run away with this one. I think they're gonna take it in five. Fair enough. So they'll win out. Yep. Two. So I've had two teams that I believe are gonna win out. We'll see how <laughs> realistic that is, but. Well, I think that uh, it'll be a fun. Uh, this will be a fun series, and and the Oilers are definitely a team to look out for. If they can get hot, um, they will definitely. They'll move the puck around. They'll get the the puck to their star players, and uh, they're just they're a great team. They could go make a deep run. We go to our final matchup of this first round. Um, another Canadian team in the Calgary Flames. Um, Johnny Gaudreau, also named as a uh, Johnny Hockey. Um, he. Played well in, in game one. Dallas came back, tied the series up after yesterday's win. Um, so that one's tied 1-1 after game two. They go back or they go to Dallas tomorrow um, for game three. Vanya, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I got the Flames in this one uh, in five just because I saw Dallas and I was like, they're going to choke um, just because it's <laughs> Dallas and in sports. So, I mean, hey. Let's let's just, let's just get this straight though. The only team that I support in Dallas is the Mavericks though, who are playing right now. So go big up Mavericks. But Cowboys, uh, whoever the NHL, what's what's their team? Dallas Stars. Yep, the Stars. They can just go and take a walk. I don't care about them. But yeah, I got I got the Flames in five here. All right, Park. Um, I'm going to take the Stars in this wow. one. Um, you just hate us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to take the stars in this one. I said they're going to do it in six. Um, I know everybody likes the flames here. I just don't think they're going to be able to pull through and do it. And plus, it seems like Canadian teams have had a little trouble uh, getting to the cup in recent years. Well, you know, I like uh, Calgary in this one. I think that, that Dallas um, chokes harder than Vanya does trying to get girls' numbers at parties. So, Excuse me? What is this? 
I think that you were talking to someone the other day at our party. Okay, and and you tried to get her number and you choked. That is just false. What? All right, that I just the thought, best of us. Listen, I, all I all I said was I think I know you from somewhere. She said that too. We had a connection. We just <laughs> we talked had, a little bit. Yeah. Nothing happened. No one was going for anything. You all had right? a connection. Kept it low. All right. I was just trying to, I was just trying to play some pong. I lost like three games in a row. I was I was I was it was my off night. So you so you, went so you choke four. you choke harder. So so you choke trying to <laughs> you choke trying to get girls' numbers and playing pong. Yeah, well, my partner wasn't too hot either. He's gonna be here in a little bit. Your partner <laughs> wasn't too hot. You mean the girl that you were talking to that was your pong partner? <laughs> no, 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 that's no, no, brutal. No, it was that's our, brutal. It was one of our friends. Uh, he was. I'm not gonna say his name. I'm gonna keep him anonymous. But he wasn't too hot either. I think he kept me down, uh, very much so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna blame that on him. I um, hope he hears this. Um, I hope I hope he does too. That he should, is he should get, him for he should get some improvement. All right, I'll literally if 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 I I can always, when he comes over I can tell him, but you know I'm just I'm just gonna say okay. that to kind of bring it back. I have a question for you. Um, if you had you could put pick any team uh in the Stanley Cup playoffs right now, and you had one um shot against their goalie, do you think you can put it in? Do I think I could put it in? Yes. Or what's the stakes? Just see if you can get it in. Do you think you can get it past an NHL goalie? Like a it? slap shot? Choose, you can choose. You can go try you to decap the goalie, slap shot, wrist shot. It's up to you. Or oh, they're just staying. They're, they're just. They're just there. Right? Well, they're just gonna ready. try to save it. Right. Well, really? yeah, but no, but they're not gonna like. They're not come gonna out. come up. No. Right. 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 Well, I'll, I'll dude. I've never. I've never <laughs> hit a, a puck. Have you ever so, skated? Yes, I've skated. I've what never is, actually played. Vanya, what is the thing that um that. NHL players wear what is that called? You asking me? Do we play NHL? We, we, what's we, it we called? Play, what's dude, it called? Listen, with listen. their number and the, what's it called? Their jersey? Number? Dude, I don't know. Oh, listen, Vanya. listen. We played. We played oh, NHL. We played it's NHL called a sweater. 20. It's called a sweater. Okay, we played NHL twenty and we did like the draft. I saw a G. I said it's a guard. All right, I didn't say goalie. <laughs> okay, so you. you think, what is the full name of the goalie called? I have no clue. I'm telling you, I don't know. It's a goaltender. Gotcha. Yeah. See. No problem. Look, like I said, I um have watched enough hockey games that I know what to do on ice. Um, so I would actually really like my my chances. Um, my girlfriend, she played college hockey. She loves my speed. Um, she says I got great stick ability. So I would love my chances. Give me Mark Andre Fleury for that matter. I love my chances against anyone in the league. And I'll up it. I think that I can score, and you can put me in net, and I think that I could save a slap shot from big Nate McKinnon from Cal McCarr. I think I could save a slap shot. If it's just me and the player, I think that I could save a slap shot. I'm calling BS. I'm going to go ahead and say you will not save the slap yeah. shot. And if you do, you're going to end up with a nasty bruise. I, I would love to put this to the test somehow. Me too. I don't know how realistic we can do that. Uh, get an actual. Well, you know, I will be play. I think that I'll be playing some uh, some beer league hockey this summer with some uh, some colleagues from work. So, maybe... if we want to get that uh, challenge going, I'll bring back my third grade uh, hockey skills that I used to have. I used to have a hockey career in third grade. Not a very productive one, but it was a career nonetheless. Um, I say if we're able to make it happen. 
least take a couple shots on each other. Try to save a couple. See who can score. I would be down. Well, folks, when we come back, we briefly talk about the NFL. We talk about some NBA. We do some trivia. And we talk about a massive fight between Chucky Olives and Justin Gaethje that will be taking place at UFC 274 tomorrow evening. Yay! Vanya, we've had a, a pretty fun start to this NBA playoffs. Um, round two is going on now. What are your thoughts about these games? All right, so, I mean, I, I think I've been enjoying the playoffs um, more than probably more than you guys because, I mean, I, I just enjoy the, 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 the whole game. You uh, enjoy the, the first quarter. quarters of games where nothing goes wrong. <laughs> exactly, because I can appreciate the great play. All right. I have to but, say, I have only started tuning in for the fourth quarter after uh, – after we talked about that, hey, I, I don't, I don't mind him saying like, oh, it doesn't matter to the fourth quarter. But I'm the guy that, that likes watching the games. Mm-hmm. All right, but, but yeah, all right. Let's start with the first matchup that's already played tonight. Well, let's just go with them, the Sixers and the Heat. Um, the Sixers caught the dub today, uh, 99-79. Yeah, and then they they're back in the series. Uh, the Heat are up two one, still in Philly. Uh, I'm just I'm, I just got the Heat of five here. I think they're just that good. Vanya, you're I, I have no words for you. You consider yourself a basketball fan, but you don't know how good the second best player in the world is. Joel Embiid is the second best player in the world right now, and he coming behind back behind who behind, behind Nikola Jokic. Do you yep, think you're Nikola Jokic? No, you don't know anything about basketball. We do have to know Embiid is coming off that injury, and he was wearing a mask. Yes, it, but he comes much. back with a mask, looking like Batman, and he still is carrying. He made. He looked at that game. You look at that game, and he carried them to that win. He, you look at games one and two. They had nothing going for them. Joel Embiid comes back. I think that the Sixers win this one in six. Yeah, I think that he just had a that he just had a bad game. Duncan Robinson didn't play. That that shooting comes into play. Um, uh, Who did play though? Tyler Hero had was five of fifteen. He couldn't buy a bucket. Jimmy Butler did. He need some. He health. bought five. What? He bought five buckets. Okay, five of fifteen, thirty three percent. That's not pretty good. All right. Well, that's probably better than you shoot. That's not true. Let's let's just let's just. Go on topic. Probably, let's, just, let's just stay on topic here. It's um, probably better than you shoot when you're alone at the rec. What is this? We're just we're just taking shots at me today. All right, can we uh, can we just keep it going, please? Sure. All right, thank you. All right. So you know, I don't know what I was gonna say. Park, you wanna you wanna take your guess on the series? Yeah. Um, I'm going to take uh Joel Embiid and the Sixers. I'm gonna take them in Game Seven, though. Terrible I think pick. I feel like this can be a very close series. Um but I do think Joel Embiid will be able to take down the Heat, and I feel like it's going to be a one-man show um, for the rest of the series by him. I agree with you. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We got the Mavericks and the Suns. Suns up 2-0. Um, Mavs are up in this game tonight, though, 51-44. That time just ended. Um, I think the Suns are going to get this. In like at five, I'll give the Mavs a game. Because it is in the next two are in Dallas, but I think I think the Suns and Suns and five because Luca has no help. This man is dropping forty piece after forty piece, and he just no one else is helping him out. Feel bad for the man. He came off and he came off a bad injury, and then still just can't can't win. 
Uh, there's one that I will agree with you, Vanya. Um, I think that Luka Don is, is a top player um, on the verge of superstardom in the NBA. But when you have – it's a team sport, and when you don't have anyone around you, then you're going to struggle. I see uh, Suns in – maybe Suns in four. I think Suns in four. I, 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 see, I see that too. Not, not too far off. Park. Um, I'm going to take the Suns as well, except I'm going to say it's going to be Suns in six. I feel like the Suns are going to give the Mavericks a game, and then the Mavericks will win another close one. But I'm going to say those are the only two games they'll take, and the Suns will take the series. All right, and then let's move on to uh, Celtics-Bucks over in the East. Um, it's 1-1 right now, but I'm I'm going to take the Bucks here in six because I just dislike Giannis so much that uh, – I think I think he's just gonna will his team to win, and yeah, that that's that's my pick. So I'm Bucks and six. I think that uh, I agree with you on that one too. Giannis is, you know, I said Nikola Jokic is the best player in the world right now, but honestly, Nikola Jokic was the best player in the world two weeks ago. Right now, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Giannis. The Yanni the Greek, um, truly one of the greats all time. Um, he is a superstar. I I agree with you. I think that he carries them to to win maybe six, maybe seven, but uh, I think that he gets it done for for the city of Milwaukee. As um as much as I liked watching the Celtics growing up, I don't think they'll be able to handle the Greek Freak in this series. I mean, he had a bad game on the first game of the series. The Celtics took that uh took that first game. But you got it the wrong way around. Oh my yeah, bad. Second game of the series. Um, but I think he's just gonna be way too much to handle. Uh, and but I do believe it's gonna be a close series. I think it's gonna go down to game seven, uh, where the Bucks will take it. All right. Um, let's hop over to the last matchup, which is uh, the Warriors and the Grizzlies. Uh, this is this has got to be one of the dirtiest matchups, scrappiest. However you want to call it. Dylan Brooks is suspended for the next game after that flagrant battle Gary Gary Payton, Payton the second, who was in the who was in the hospital and he has like a fractured arm or something. But uh yeah, I for this one it's one one. I'm saying Warriors in six. Uh what are your thoughts, boys? I I agree with you. The Warriors are uh, probably the second best team um in the West right now, maybe behind the Suns, but they'll definitely give us Suns. The Suns will run for their money, um, but yeah, it's it's Warriors all the way. I'm gonna take Warriors as well. They're always good for a deep run uh, in the playoffs, um, and that team is incredibly stacked. And I just don't think the Grizzlies can handle it. Um, I'm gonna say the Warriors are gonna take this in six. All right, so that that can wrap it up. Um, we can move on to uh, some UFC. I think mm-hmm. there's been there's been some news. Josh, you want to talk to us about that? Well, weigh-ins were today for UFC 274 between Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. Um, that'll be the headliner. The co-main event for that one is Rose Namajunas uh, will be defending her title against Carla Sparza, who won the first fight between them um, on The Ultimate Fighter a few years ago. So Rose will get her opportunity to to. Re- get that that um fight back um tomorrow but yeah today usually you don't have to pay 
uh, much attention on Fridays before big fights, but there was some some scale drama today. Charles Oliveira missing weight by half a pound and will be unable to win um, the title tomorrow. Justin Gaethje, he's a beast. Um, I don't need to go too much into it, but I've wrestled with him before. And just the strength that that man possesses, he doesn't look like he's that strong, but when he gets a hold of you, um, you're, you're toast. Um, Oliveira is a good fighter. Um, I think that when the fight goes to the ground, which I think that it will, he does have a little bit of, of an advantage in the, in the jiu-jitsu department, but, um, Justin Gaethje, I think, just has too much power. The wrestling will be too much. And I think that he will knock uh, Charles Oliveira out in the third round. Vanya? The thing is, I watched that Oliveira um, weigh-in. And the way he just, like, stepped up. And then they said, like, 155.5. His The disappointment, like, that he showed, I just felt so bad for him. Because I don't think that was his fault. Um that's that, that that might be on his team because you gotta you kind of have to stay on you gotta stay on pace with the with the weight. I mean, you're a wrestler, Josh, so, you know, but yeah, but who is the one that's supposed to be the weight? Is it him or his team? I mean, yeah, it it is him. He's the one carrying the weight. But I mean, his team is isn't his team like responsible for that too? Let let me ask you, Josh. Um, I'm don't watch too much UFC. I've been trying to get into it a little bit. But this weight that they weigh in before the fights, are they always that weight, or do they does their weight fluctuate pretty greatly throughout the season? Their their um, weights will fluctuate probably about at that weight about thirty pounds. Um, you have like Yoel Romero who fought at one hundred and seventy pounds. He would walk around at about two ten to two fifteen. So that's a forty five pound difference, and they're making that weight for maybe five minutes um, is what their goal is. They're getting down to 155 or 156 or 170, whatever weight that they need to make. They're getting down there for a few moments. Then they're drinking up. They're drinking um, electrolytes. They're eating food. Um, and, and that is truly a skill that they possess. I think that they have nutritionists and – Maybe there was something that went wrong in that department, but in the case of Charles Oliveira, um, you missed weight by half pound. You're forfeiting thirty percent of your purse, and you're not going to be able to win the title. Um, I don't feel bad for him. Uh, that's totally on you. All right. I mean, you're a you're a wrestler, so you can kind of you can kind of relate to that. I'm not, but it just it just it just kind of felt like it kind of hit me when he was like when just watching that video. But yeah, because I know about the weight thing. I know, like, I watched an interview with uh, Patty the Batty, who like apparently he he gets like he like loses like forty pounds or something. Mm-hmm. Like his transformation is crazy. But yeah, that that that's that's kind of that's kind of nuts though that they lose so much weight. Like mm-hmm. I'm guessing their tra- their training camp is what like three four weeks, not that long, right? It's, it's twelve weeks usually. Oh, is it oh. eight eight to twelve? Oh, okay. So, how common is it for a fighter to miss the weight that they're supposed to be at? Is it pretty rare? Yeah. If you, I mean, you know the weight that you're supposed to make. You know when you sign the bout agreement, which for this one was, it came out publicly about two months ago, um, which means that before then they probably knew. 
and he's the champ at 155 pounds, which means that he's always fighting at 155 pounds. Yeah, I know you're big on that because um, you coach some high schoolers, and then you, you tell me all the time that there's a bunch of them who just miss weight, and it just, just it's, makes you so mad. It's just a lack. It's a pure lack of discipline when you're missing weight. You know, I would like to say there is a disclaimer here. In high school, no one is cutting 40 pounds of weight. So if anyone here is looking to wrestle in high school, um, that is not an issue. You're not cutting any amounts of weight that you need to be worried about. But it's just a lack of discipline if you're not getting on the scale at the weight that you've uh, that you've said you would. I mean, he's he's defended his belt twice now. He won the belt against Michael Chandler um, in 2021, and then beat Dustin Poirier. Um, by submission in in his last fight. And so he knows that he's supposed to make the weight, and he's made the weight plenty of times before, so I don't know what the issue is. He actually came up to 155 from 145, which means he's a smaller, he's actually a smaller lightweight um, compared to others in the division, like Justin Gaethje. Um, I just think that's it's a total lack of discipline. I would like to hear your predictions, though. Um, I mean, I haven't paid too much attention to fly. I mostly just saw the weigh-in that, um, didn't, wasn't correct. Like he was off weight. Um, but what I've heard is I'm going to take Justin Gaethje in this fight. Thank you. Um, I like that he's local and, um, he has a shot at the title, right? Or was it just, uh, no, he's, he's the only one. So he's the only one. So then. Olivier does not have a shot at the title. He's well, disqualified. Yeah. For if it. he wins, then nothing. The happens. title stays vacant, basically. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Gaethje round four by submission. Um, let's just hey, I don't know how bad of a good of a call that is, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. In the co-main, like I said, Rose Namajunas, um, another local fighter actually, uh, lives in Louisville and and trains in Denver. Um, at Elevation Fight Team will also be fighting on this card. Uh, Trevor Whitman is is Herc and Justin Gaethje's um, coach. Like I mentioned before, she has already lost to Carla Esparza, who's a big wrestler, um, won by submission in that in that fight in the Ultimate Fighter. Vanya, I know that you know. Um, Rose Namajunas, you've watched her before. How do you think that this one goes down? Um, I think it's going to be like a slow start, just both fighters feeling each other out. But I think Rose, Rose Namajunas is going to get that. Uh, I mean, it's just probably, I think Rose Namajunas is probably going to win that because I just know – I don't know. That's like the one person I know. I don't like you have a people. feeling about it. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Well, Park, what about you? Um, I have Carlos Sparza going to take this. Um, I think that she won the first fight for a reason. Um, she's going to win this one as well. I mean, I don't think it's going to be um, a redemption by any means. I feel like it's just going to – she's going to keep that title um, and take home this fight. Park, or uh, I know that there's some other – um, fun fights on this card. Um, Donald Cerrone will be opening up the main card. Um, he's a true legend of the game. Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. 
uh, will be fighting on this one. Um, the Oven St. Prue, who's hasn't looked great as of late. Um, he will be facing Mauricio Rua in what is most likely Hua's final fight of his career. In the prelims, um, we've got some big fights. Chaos Williams is fighting. Uh, Brandon Royval is going to be fighting. He's also out of Denver. Um, and we also have Tracy Cortez and Melissa Gatto. Um, Lupi Godinez, a great wrestler, versus Ariana uh, Carnalasi. Do one of these fights stick out to you? I just know Donald Cerrone uh, and uh, Michael Chandler as well. I know he's hot like two years ago. I think uh, he You think that. he's hot? Well, he what? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let me stop talking for a bit. Not quite uh, like your palm court. Really. <laughs> no, I just know he had a, he had a good uh, streak going. And then I, remember who he lost to when he – I think he challenged someone. Um, Michael Chandler lost to Charles Oliveira right. in, in the title fight. That's what it was. Because yeah. I know he was like a very, he was very cocky. Mm-hmm. I think he challenged like Kamara Usman as well, which I was like, Not buddy, yet. you're um, too ahead. I th- yeah, I th- they, they went at it on Twitter. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, Dad, you might want to wait a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't have, I don't have too much. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go with Cerrone. Cerrone wins just because I just, I just know he's a legend. Well, um, we've got, for me, I'm going to take uh, Rosnam Yunus. I think that the eight years that are in between um, this these two fights with Carlos Barraza are enough uh, to change things around. So I'm going to take Rose by knockout. Um, Thug Rose, true, great at 150 pounds in uh, – 115 pounds, sorry, in the women's division. Um, we move on to the NFL, though. Well, the draft over the weekend. Um, how do you like your draft, Clark? Um, the Chiefs picks are just the oh, Chiefs. Oh, like Chiefs picks. Chiefs picks. I was very happy with it. Um, they really needed help on defense. They ended up taking seven defensive players in that draft, which was the most by any team. Um, and I mean, they picked up a good corner, picked up a good uh, linebacker, edge rusher. I still need a quarterback. Um, <laughs> need a quarterback less than anybody, but um. What kind Except of surprised me? Exactly. What kind of surprised me about this draft was cheers to that, Bonnie. Cheers to that. Come on, get Aiden Hutchinson on. was projected to be the number one overall pick until like about a week before the draft. He was predicted like all year. He yeah. Wasn't he like the last four months mm-hmm. of just 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 it, him? It no one else. It was like him and no one else. No one was even close. And about a week before the draft, Trayvon Walker became the favorite to go number one, and the Jacksonville Jaguars did take Trayvon Walker at num- uh, the number one pick of the 2022 NFL draft, but. The thing about Trayvon Walker, I believe Trayvon Walker it has a lot of raw talent. I think Aiden Hutchinson is definitely more pro-ready. More of like a proven guy. He, he's You know that he'll succeed in the NFL. Right. But with Trayvon Walker, you're taking a little bit of a gamble. And I think if the Jaguars can coach him up well, he can be one of the next defensive superstars in the NFL. Oh, because he's got the build. He's huge. He's, he's a like, big he, dude. Uh, he's athletic. He's a strong he's, guy. Exactly. He did have um he did have like a car crash thing um a night before him and, the draft him and one right? of the other it was going to the draft yeah him it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like much of a he he didn't he didn't he wasn't injured or anything he wasn't but injured it was just, but it's apparently it's a pretty serious wreck yeah exactly um because he was like in the back seat so it's fine but yeah um who was who who else we had I mean 
So I'll I'll go over the top five picks real quick, and we can sure. So we think of them. So Trayvon Walker with number one, he's from Georgia to Jacksonville, and then Detroit at number two took Aiden Hutchinson. A small story there. Shout out my uh, international affairs professor, uh, Doctor Snyder. Um, he is actually a Detroit sports fan, and he we were talking about the draft a couple days beforehand, and he was not looking forward to Aiden Hutchinson coming. Uh, Hutchinson actually from Michigan. Um, there were a lot of questions about him going to Detroit, his hometown team, and he kind of brushed it off saying he didn't really want to. And so um, Dr. Snyder was saying that maybe it'll be fun, but uh, Hutchinson is kind of going on a PR tour right now saying that he's really looking forward to Detroit, even though two weeks ago he was not looking forward to Detroit. It, it can always be um, a problem for some guys who end up staying in the place that they grew up um, as an NFL team, because when these rookies get these massive contracts, uh, first round usually ends up over more than $10 million. I think the latest contract that was signed by a top five pick was a $30 million contract. Mm-hmm. And so these guys get all these money, all this money. They are in their hometown with all their old friends, um, and they're not necessarily thinking how to be financially responsible. They're just trying to think like, oh, you supported me throughout my life. I'm going to get you this. I'm going to get you this. I'm going to get you this and um, do end up having a lot of problems um, mm-hmm. with spending their money and staying out of trouble uh, where they grew up. But back to this draft board at number three, the Texans took Derek Stingley jr. Um, and I bet you guys have heard of him. Cornerback. Got Cornerback a, LSU. The Louisiana state university <laughs> go tigers. And then immediately after, I think one of my favorite players coming into the draft was selected by the New York jets. Oh, yeah. Sauce Gardner. Great the corner out of Cincinnati. Did you guys see that chain he had on for the that draft? Was, that was sauce sick. Um, it said sauce, all diamonds. It's pretty cool. And then to round out our top five, selected by the New York football giants, um, Kayvon Thibodeau from uh, defensive end from Oregon. I think his name's Thibodeau. Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Who says tomato, Park? That's true. Thank you. Hey, I just want to I just want to throw something out there. I'm um I think the line I want to go back to the Lions though. I think the Lions had like one of the best uh, drafts like out of the teams. I think my top three would be like the Lions, Jets, and like the Eagles. I'd say the Jets. Um, I'd say the Jets. Are, uh, the the Jets are up there. I think I think the Lions are great because I love that uh, I love the Alabama wide receiver Jameson Williams. I think he's gonna be insane. Like that guy, he's he's quick. He has good hands. His route running is pretty good. Um, like he, he's not, he's not just a guy who's just pure speed. Like he, he knows how to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. This is the problem is who's going to give him the ball, but they, they can figure something out. Zach Wilson. Um, they drafted him last year. I, I, no, no, you I've mean, said this. you mean, you mean the line, I'm talking about the Lions. Oh, Matthew. Oh, yeah. The, the Lions, Jared, Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff. But I think the Lions are going to have, they're going to probably, I think they're going for quarterback next year. They took a, they took another. Like they, they just went for talent for like talent this year, and then quarterback they're just gonna wait because this wasn't wasn't a great quarterback. It wasn't well, a good quarterback class. The first quarterback taken overall at number twenty to the Steelers, Park Kenny Pickett. I mean, I found that um, not too surprising. I knew the Steelers would take quarterback. I just didn't think that so many other teams would pass up on QBs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does seem to be that next year's draft is going to be pretty stacked in terms of quarterback talent there's a projected seven to eight quarterbacks going in the first round next year on these uh, way too early mock drafts um but i think a lot of teams are holding out 
for next year. And speaking of quarterbacks, and we talked about the Jets earlier, I said this um, a while ago, but I think Zach Wilson's going to have a year this year. Yeah, I think he's going to help the Jets finally be a contender in that division. And dare I say, he with, brings them to a wild card. That's what I'm. That's with, what I was thinking. Um, Josh called me crazy earlier. I'll call you crazy again because you're an idiot. Listen, do you know how many good teams there are in the AFC? There's three good teams. There's three good teams. Four good teams in the AFC East right now. And guess what? One of them is better than the third best team in the AFC West. So when you say that they're going to make a wild card, I will call you delusional because you're absolutely wrong. I think the Jets have a good season. Not necessarily wild card. I think they are contenders for wild cards. I think if something goes wrong in that AFC West division and one of those teams does not make the playoffs, um, I feel like the Jets could possibly sneak in there. Uh, I do think it will depend on the West. Yeah, I think, but I th- I think a major major question is about Zach Wilson because he he did have like a poor year. I mean, it was his rookie year, but a lot of picks. Um, but we, he just he just got to play smarter. I think Joe Flacco's still there, so he's mentoring him. But <laughs> speaking of mentors, did you guys see what Ryan Tannehill said? Oh uh, yeah, of course. What was it? Um, about Malik Malik Willis, it was like, it are you not, gonna mentor he said him? It's not his job to not mentor him. Not his job. Um, I think I think Tannehill is scared for his like he's scared for his job over there because he doesn't. I mean, it makes sense. He doesn't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to help uh, someone who's gonna potentially take take a spot, right? So yeah, I mean, we can we can. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll finish up the podcast by doing a little bit of trivia. Park, I know that you're a massive Jeopardy fan. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I am. But I know that you were – fair enough. I know that you were walking, watching Jeopardy the other night, and um, there was something about college football. Yeah, one of the categories was um, was college football, and somebody rang in on only two of the questions. Um, Get them right. Two of them were correct. Three weren't unanswered. And I would like to ask you guys – no uh, these questions this. to see if you can answer them better than these Jeopardy contestants. All right, let's do it. So, for full disclaimer, Vani and I, neither of us have seen either, any of these questions. So, go okay. ahead. So, hail to the victors valiant. Charles Woodson, Desmond Howard, and Tom Harmon are uh, Heisman winners from this Big Ten school. What is that Big Ten Oh, let's be honest. I don't know either any, any three of those guys. Uh, the, you don't know Charles Woodson? The University of Big Blue, Michigan. Correct. Look at okay. me. Okay. Look at me. Okay. And so for the next question, this one should be I pretty think simple. Funny has to pay me five bucks. For that. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm <laughs> good. What? <laughs> so for the next question, this one should be pretty simple. Um, in 2019, this Clemson QB became the second true freshman to win a national. Uh, buzz, 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 buzz. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is two zero baby. Let's Actually, go. Who is Trevor? is the correct answer who is trevor lawrence same thing okay this is when um it's gonna get a little challenging right here uh in 1951 the (laughs) army football team that lost to navy 42 to 7 had been decimated by cadet expulsions for what (laughs) What? (laughs) uh this is a daily double what what can you get expelled for at the army killings murder just in school Murder. murder Well, that serves jail That's time, worse. but I'll wait, wait, let me get a guess. 
Um, it was for. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sexual relation with a teacher. Incorrect. <laughs> relation okay. with a teacher. I, I, I thought I'd just put it up there. I think that you don't get suspended for that. I think that they. I won't say anything on this topic, but no. Um, I'll go with cheating. That is correct. Bang! It was for cheating three on for exams. Three. three for three, baby. Let's hey, go. I just want. I just want to say, how do people not get this? At least the cheating one. I mean. It seems pretty simple. I mean, I, I got the cheating one. I got the cheating one. So, good one. The um, third question, three out of four here, is uh, from 2002 to 2008, this coach led USC to seven straight BCS schools in two title games. What was the coach? I can give you a hint if you'd like it. No, I'm not going to get this. Um, USC coach. Well known coach? Well known. Um, Pete Carroll. It was Pete Carroll. <laughs> Let's go. He's on fire. Let's go. Give me some more. Josh is four for four right now. We have one more, and Josh, I do not think you're going to get this. Uh The Notre Dame hero who died at age 25 in 1920 (laughs) helped pay his school's expenses as a pool shark. Who was he? A well-known player? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, maybe in 1920, but not now. Um, give me a hint. His first name and last name start with the same letter. Um, John Johnson. No. What letter is it? G. Um, what? What name starts with a G? George. It's gotta be George. First name's George. 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 Who is George Gamrot? No. George Goodman. George Goodman. George Goodman? Nope. Is it an American last name? American sounding last name? It's three letters. George Gus. Nope. Gus. George God. Nope. Gal. It is George Gip. There's no way I was going to hit that. You ever seen that clip of Conor McGregor where he turns around to that other guy? You know the clip that I'm talking about? Um, he turns around to Jeremy Stevens. And I, I don't recall. And go, who the who? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. And he goes, yeah, I'm the hardest hitting, uh, I'm the hardest hitting person in this division. Or whatever. He goes, who the is this guy? Yeah, we uh, like to keep this family friender. Uh, Vanya earlier in the pod not. did not keep it family friendly, but um, there is. If you guys want to watch the clip, we did, will warn you up front that there is some explosives in there. And I may say, may I say, um, you do have a sick shirt of that phrase, though. I do. With shout the, out with my the Irish flag across. Yeah. Shout out my brother who got that for me. Um, he's actually got a great Twitch channel. Go follow him, Mugsy in on Twitch. Um, that's M U G Z E E I N um, on Twitch. So I'll put a quick shout out for him. Vanya Park, any finishing thoughts on this one? Um. Before we quite wrap up here, we would like there is a Formula One race in Miami that's coming up. Ooh. I feel like that should be something we should discuss next topic. We may or next podcast. We may even bring on It's actually like, this weekend. I know. So on Tuesday, we'll talk about the uh the results and we may even bring on a guest. Quick hitters, who wins this weekend? Uh for what are we for F one in Miami. This weekend? I thought yeah. it was next weekend. No, it's this, this weekend. weekend. Have you seen that course yet? It's so nice. Although, do you see the they made fake State. water. 
fake water? The boats aren't in real water. What? The boats are in fake water. That's Florida for you. It's like there... wood I'll and go, tarps. And I'll go with uh, Verstappen for this one. Verstappen? Fair yeah. Enough. Do you think Lando Norris can podium? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I'm going to say no on that one. Um, Park, who do you like this weekend? Um, I mean, I haven't been all big into Formula One. I'm going to try to get into it this weekend um, by watching some of the uh, races uh, at the apartment. And I'm not sure at all who I'm going to take in, uh, in this race. How about you, Josh? Um... Hmm. I I don't know. I think that Ferrari has struggled recently, but I think uh, Charles Leclerc, Leclerc. Leclerc. Ferrari did have a crash day during practice lap. Who did? Uh, Ferrari. I don't. I don't remember which racer, but um, it wasn't a very pleasant crash. Oh well, I was gonna go with Charles Leclerc, um, but. I will have to do some research on that <laughs> one and find out if Charles Leclerc will still be my um, pick. But we look forward to discussing that and much more on Tuesday with our special guest. You'll have to stay tuned for that one. Any final thoughts? Hey, I'm good. I mean, good podcast. I think we've hit all of our points. I think we've hit all our points. Um, shout out to the boys for finishing the semester strong. I know that all of us have done, uh, we've done very well in our academics. So we look forward to continuing to get back. Yep. And uh, just before you say that, shout out to Vanya as well, who got dogged on a little bit this <laughs> podcast, but uh, took it very well. So it's all in good fun here. Nobody's really ever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bounce back sometime soon. We'll see. Maybe, maybe never, but ho- hopefully, hopefully I can find a way to bounce back. Yep. But- You'll try and find a way to bounce back exactly. like you found a way to bounce back from getting destroyed by the girl by losing four straight Pong games. That's another one. Congrats to you. All right, with that, let's uh, us. end the episode. Thank you for Bumble watching. Remember, follow us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok YouTube. At the, at the GDR show. That's all together. Uh, so follow us on YouTube as well. we'll we may have have a Snapchat coming soon. We, we might have oh, that as we well. We also have a Snapchat um, coming soon. That is very well. But yeah, check check the podcast is going to be available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. So make sure to check it all out. Well, peace. Show some friends some love. We're out. All right.